Welcome in, everybody, to the Talking Stick episode number 18. I welcome you back. Don't forget the Talking Stick discount code on oitclothing.com for 10% off all products. So what's been going on as we have people join in together? Still going. Well, um, I finished up the throwovers and the scarves. Um, let me see. Let me see. This is the fabric that I was working with, and it's a lightweight, breathable fabric. And so I made some scarves as well. This one's your mom's. <laughs> She's going to find out when she sees this live. <laughs> Look, Sonny. So that's this one. And then we just released our headbands. I know I showed you guys last week, but this is it. What is it called again? Black Abstract. Black Abstract. Says the creator. And this is, hey, I just cut and sew stuff. When it comes down to the names, that's you. No, it's not. <laughs> I think you come up with the more fancy names. I'm more of like, oh, black, yellow, like, it's yes. hard, <laughs> I know it is. Black, yellow, two, three, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you handle that. Or you help me when I can't come up with something. Um, I came up with indigo on these. Indigo scarves, indigo throwover. So we just have to load those up on the website. They are done. Uh, we just have to put them up on the website and take pictures. Not bad, huh? Nice and soft. What's the fabric? No. It's kind of hard to say. Chiffon? Chiffon? Chiffon. Yeah. <laughs> chiffon. No. Oh, no. Chiffon. It's chiffon. I don't even know. That one's a hard one. I think it's chiffon. Chiffon. Because then when you ask the people that work there, uh -huh. their English isn't that great. So they're trying to tell me. I'm like, okay, I get you. I get you. You know, it's not going to be that easy. But the word's hard anyways to say. So they tell me chiffon. So I'm like, wait, is that the proper way to say it? Or are you just trying to tell me how you could say it? And yeah, I got to I gotta ask my friends about that one. Let's see. Jose is on. Yeah. Yes. So today we have an artist, um, Jose. He is the artist for Sangre Indígena Arts. Hi, Jose. Hi. Hi. How are you? Can you all hear me? Yes. How are you? It's so it's so good to finally meet you all. Thank you. Yeah. It's great to meet you too. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for accepting the invitation. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. Um, the baby is so beautiful. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> I was uh, trying to run around and just try to get my kids uh, kind of ready for this because you know how it is with kids. And I've seen you all podcasts, and um, <laughs> right now it's bedtime here in New York, so I'm uh, in a much oh, better yeah. shape than y'all. <laughs> Oh, that's right. If you need to step away, just let me know. No, we we're good. It. We're good. Or if they come in, um, <laughs> we'll just take over there because we'll, we'll, we'll improvise. No, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're good. They're uh, about to go to bed, so I'm good to okay. go. Okay. That's good. That's good. Okay. Um, so I was just letting everybody know you're an artist. And so we're going to just go ahead and introduce ourselves so we could get this going. <clears throat> Um, so everybody, I'm Yendi, I'm Kakchikel Maya on my mom's side, I'm Mexican on my dad's side. 
Johnny Nito and Jackson Nito from the Tule River Tribe. <clears throat> All the way from California to New York, huh? <laughs> East Coast, West Coast, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, if you like, please um, introduce yourself. Uh, absolutely. So my name is Jose Flores Chamale. Um, I was born in Guatemala. Um, my parents are from Guatemala City. My father is from Retableo. Um, I am an artist based out of New York. Um, you could probably see, as you could probably see behind me, my house looks like a museum. Oh, wow. Obviously, that's like a, a benefit of being an artist, right? <laughs> um, so uh, that's who I am, and I'm, I'm just I'm so happy to be here with y'all. I've been looking forward to meet with you. I've been following you for quite some time now, and you know I love the uh, you know being able to be able to for you to provide the, uh, that beautiful traditional. Um, uh, clothing that you do and thank you so much for having me I'm so happy to be here again thank you for coming on I've seen you I've seen you around and I've looked at your artwork too and I, I think it's so beautiful and especially because I'm trying to touch up on my Guatemalan side and then to see how there's different ways of bringing the culture out and representing to look at it from the arts point of view I was like man that's so cool because you got your clothing and then you have your art side of it like your painting and that's another way that I think it's very, very beautiful. And then we'll talk about certain ones that I like and what they mean. And um, absolutely, the details uh, too. Yeah, thank you. And I mean, obviously, you know, being so just you know, being so far away from my homeland, um, you know, there's layers. Uh, obviously, that that um, I've had to kind of peel back, right, to figure out and how to connect, right, because. Uh -huh. You know, there is, you know, that first layer of like 500 years of colonialism and, and you know, being here and the diaspora disconnected from my homeland. Mm -hmm. um, it's been tough. It's, it's been a it's been a rough journey, um, but I'm so happy where I am right now. And it's something that I I, uh, I, I can see that a lot of people out there are, are trying to 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 connect uh, something that you mentioned as well, that it, it's tough, but it's really hard. Um, to do so, and I think my artwork um, has given me the ability to to do that, um, and and has given that um, that ability to other folks to kind of look at my artwork and be able to connect with their roots as well. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm I see it. Um, how did you get started painting, or um, when did you start? <clears throat> Uh, so, I mean, I mean, art has always been in my life, right? It's been there since oh, okay. day one, as far as I can remember. Um, you know, I never really took it seriously until a few years ago. Um, oh. You know, and this is like kind of my wife uh, kind of pushing me to say, look, your your stuff is beautiful. You know, um, it started off at first being able to push it on uh, through social media. Mm -hmm. um, and and I, I saw that a lot of people resonated with it. Um, I had my first uh, show at the American Indian House here in New York. Uh, and I remember that specific day wanting to run out, right? Like, I was so nervous. Oh, it's such a, yeah. You know, it's such a personal thing. Like, it's something that, you know, I'm sharing with the world. And now I have these people that are going to be right in front of it looking at it. Like, I almost ran away. Um, <laughs> and I, obviously, it took my wife to be like, hell no, you're not going anywhere. You're going to stay uh. here. <laughs> because I was super nervous um, to do that. But, um, you know, really, it, 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 it's been there for a long time. I, I've really been taking it seriously the last three days, the last three years, I would say. Um, but it really took, uh, you know, some grounding um, with, a, with some elders that, 
you know, I, I have been um, given the uh, opportunity to be able to have access to, because a lot of our, our youth in our community here in the United States doesn't have that, right? Like we're mm -hmm. so disconnected from where we were born, our community, um, mm -hmm. and, and shout out to International Mind League. I know that they um, were able to help me to be able to connect with some elders who kind of mm -hmm. really gave me the ability to understand what my path was. And, you know, this is something that um, is not just for me, it's just our, our, our art. It's, it's something that it's, um, it's spiritual for me. It's something that is, is sacred to me. So, um, you know, it really opened my eyes and it's something that I, I, I hold as a, as a responsibility to be able to, to, to share with the world. So. That's cool. That's really cool. And you said they're called International Maya League? Yeah, International Maya League. They're based out of uh, Washington, but um, they're from uh, they're, uh, Maya Mom, uh, Juanita, who's on the, on the, <laughs> she's on the comments right now. If, if, uh, all, all, if, if y'all can definitely give them a follow, they do a lot of good work, especially what's happening at the borders right now. A lot of indigenous uh, folks that are coming through um, are being displaced. Um, they're being um, definitely mislabeled, right? Like that's another layer that we've have to figure out here in the United States as the, you know, so-called Hispanic and so-called so Latinos that we're not. Um, so definitely I would recommend everybody to give them a follow. They, they're doing a lot of good work. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I think, uh, I think I just followed. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so uh, I, I think I also found them just now when I was um, looking through your, through your account. Um, they also give donations to communities. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, that's just part of their work. Um, oh, there, okay. there's, there's so much more that, that, that happens. I think the, uh, the most important work that's being right now is the translation that's happening that needs to happen in, in, in the border. Um, a lot of our, our, our people that are coming up, they don't speak Spanish. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. because of, of the mislabel that happens at the border, and, you know, um, I'll, I, will, uh, I would reference back Jacqueline Khan, who... Kyle, who she, she passed away at the border um, a few a few years ago, um, it, it really happened because they they didn't realize that her father didn't speak Spanish um, and and um, she spoke indigenous language that um, it was a hard time for them to be able to understand um, and they couldn't seek the medical attention that they needed and she passed away um, at the hands of border patrol so. Um, that's primarily what I think what's, 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 what's uh, the main focus right now is uh, making sure that uh, the, our people that are coming through the border right now um, get the, the right representation uh, and the help that they need. Oh, let me see. Okay. Oh, man, that's crazy. I didn't know. Like, I knew there was stuff going on over there, but I didn't even think about that, like the language barrier. Um, I know there's so many languages out there, but um man that's sad but um so you said that they're helping them out right mm -hmm. or at least trying to okay um going back to um so when you started painting um what type of paint do you use like is it like water uh yeah so primarily i i, I do use watercolor uh, watercolor that's what it yeah is. they definitely i definitely use other mediums as well like acrylic and i do some digital stuff as well um so but primarily it is watercolor oh, okay watercolors um yeah and so those that are um 
listening or watching. He sells uh, paintings, prints, stickers, um, shirts as well. And am I missing something else? Prints. Uh, I definitely, uh, definitely do a lot of the prints that I that I uh, the original artwork that I do create. Um, I'm able to create art prints that um, you could probably see a, a bunch of them in the background mm -hmm. uh, right now. Okay, and you guys could find that at sangreindigenaart.com. That's the same for his Instagram, for his Instagram account. And um, um, let me see. I have a few questions on here that I'm going to ask you. I'm going I'm to see which one's the next one, but do you want to ask me something? No, you, you went through it right now. Okay. It's good about the prints. So there was a few of them that I like that like really stood out to me. Um, like the earth meets sky, the history uh, bearer. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. No, the no yeah. Knowledge. Yeah. Both those three stood out to me. I really like those, but, um, and I also like, uh, correct me if I mispronounce this. Ka'anil? Ka'anil? Yeah. The C. Yeah. Yeah. The C. That one really stood out to me too. Can you tell me a little bit about that one? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Maya culture, uh, and wisdom and knowledge is so complex, right? And it, um, you know, as I learned, uh, as I learn and I, I understand a little bit about, you know, our, 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 not only our, our, our culture, but also like, you know, uh, the calendar, the second calendar is really important to Maya culture. Um, and, and everything that I learn, I try to um, kind of be able to bring it out through artwork and what it means to me. Um, but like, for example, right now, one of the biggest uh, themes that, I, that I'm, I'm painting on is our creation story, right? Nice. So every nation has a creation story and, you know, it's the foundation of, you know, how we see the world. Um, and one of the biggest, biggest things that I'm doing right now is interpreting that creation story through my artwork. So Ganil is, is kind of an extension of that. It's based on the Maya calendar where there's... Um, 13 days with 20 energies that that um, kind of revolve around everyday life. Um, Ganil is the energy of seed. Um, and, you know, I'm not a I'm not a, a medicine man. I'm not a daykeeper. So um, I, that's as far as I'll go to kind of explain that. But it's really kind of influenced by the wisdom and, and the culture that really um, that, that I've come to learn and understand. Wow, that's deep. Mm -hmm. Damn, yeah. that's man, that's pretty cool to know too. Um, and what about uh, duality? That was another one. So uh, duality. I mean, it's obviously something when 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 we look at uh, you know uh, Maya uh, wisdom and, and understanding. There's always a presence of duality, right? Um, mm -hmm. When we look at every day, um, you can see it every day, right? There's night, day, there's fire, there's water. Um, duality is a, is a theme that happens throughout um, all the all the, the the wisdom and knowledge that happens, um, and 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 basing our, our creation story on that, like the moon and the sun. Um, there's different energies and and that happen uh, when it when we describe it as duality, and that's kind of like what I was trying to kind of showcase there right like the moon mm -hmm. like the moon is 
always been shown as a feminine energy. Uh, the sun has always been shown as a male energy, and that's kind of like what I was trying to uh, showcase there. That's cool. That's, that was beautiful. <laughs> Which one's your favorite one? I know it's going to be hard to pick, but is there one? Uh, it's hard because, you know, um, you know, my father came to this country undocumented. Um, you know, and there was a period of time where um, there was so much going on. Um, and, you know, having having kids uh, it, locked up in cages at the border really was something that really struck me. And, and, and it hit me at my core, right? Because when, the way that I think about it is, you know, if my father wouldn't have crossed and if he wouldn't have survived that treacherous journey, I most likely uh, would have been some of those children that are crossing at the border or my children would have been those folks mm -hmm. at that point, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's just a, a really personal story for me. And it's, a, it's something that I, that I really come to um, think about every day. So there is a piece that I made that is called Spirit's Courage and Hope, um, where it showcases three three children um, and it says abolish ice on the shirt to me I think that that was that's probably my all-time favorite mm. and is that one available on your website do you that is, that? Uh, yeah the uh, prints available on the, uh, on the website with that you said spirit courage, courage and hope. And hope. Mm -hmm. okay. I got a question right there when you try when you when you sell your products right I'm just thinking business-minded. <laughs> when you sell your products, man, do you have to explain this whole story? And it takes the time because there's so much meaning into which art you know, to get that sale, or does it encourage them or discourage them to buy it, right? Because it could be anybody. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I guess I don't look at it from a business standpoint, uh -huh. and I probably should. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, when I, when, I, when, I, when I post it on my website, I definitely do give um, a little bit of an insight of what the inspiration was. Uh -huh. um, you know, part of what I do as an artist and as a business person is that I try to make uh, artwork available to everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. So the way that I look at even price points, um, it's something not as a profit, but to have mm -hmm. accessibility to the community, mm -hmm. um, because I do want people from our community to not only own my artwork, mm -hmm. um, it, it, but really have um, uh, access, access it to. Right. So like for me, like I, I don't see ourselves in a lot of the artwork or a lot of the general art that I see out there, right? So for me, it's sort of like a representation matters. I want folks mm -hmm. to look at this artwork um, and see themselves. Um, so uh, from a business standpoint, yes, I do think about how am I going to get this point across? How am I going to get, how am I gonna get people to really understand what the inspiration was? And hopefully through social media, through the website, um, it's something that I do think uh, I do take in consideration. But at the end of the day, like for me, it's just about accessibility. Even the price points, I want to make sure that everybody has access to the artwork. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I do have, I have looked around and see what other people are offering. Um, and that's kind of where I settled. And for me, it's mostly about just coming out even in the sense, because for me, it's not about profit. Like how I mentioned in the beginning, this is a spiritual thing for me. This is something personal for me. So, you know, I wish that as a 12-year-old as a brown boy, an indigenous boy, 
I, I would have seen this artwork when I was young, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I didn't see that growing up, right? And somebody who loved <gasps> art, uh, all I saw was, all I was taught was European art, or all I was taught was all these things that I couldn't uh, see my own reflection on. So for me, that's really important on, on, on like a quote unquote business model is for me to have that representation for all our children to look at themselves in a different perspective, right? Because the narrative out there is a little bit what of what, it, you know, of what we see in the media, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not true. So for me to be able to showcase the culture, the wisdom, all this stuff that our ancestors have been able to, to been able to accomplish uh, means so much to me. So that's kind of where I, I use my filters. Like what did I need as a 13 year old boy mm -hmm. for somebody to show me, which I didn't have, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I saw that, you know, they were, that they portrayed us as gang members, they portrayed us as, as criminals throughout like general dealers, right? Murders. So they don't talk about, you know, you the know, beautiful, uh, the knowledge about it all, right? Like there's more to it, or they just, um, identify as all as one and so a lot of people don't know like no there's different different like um tribes or different parts of um central south america that a lot of people don't know yeah so, and, and, and to uh -huh. me it's 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 the same thing that happens um with the plains right like they romanticize this particular culture right mm -hmm. and you know they romanticize you know the mayan culture as something that was completely something that uh, is not true, right? To this day, when you when you listen to or you hear something about uh, Maya culture, the one thing they'll say is that the Mayans disappeared mm, or, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, ancient aliens has been a really detrimental narrative for our culture because we're still here. Mm -hmm. Our ancestors built all this thing. We didn't need help from anybody. This was mm -hmm. indigenous to our land. So... To me, that's what's really important. Oh, man, you're hitting me. Like, I feel <laughs> it all. Like, I can relate to it all. Mm -hmm. And um, it's beautiful. Like, I, mm -hmm. I love what you're doing. And that's why we wanted you on here, too, because uh, I can see it through your art. And just like you said, you know, you want to be somebody that your 13-year-old self wanted to see. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what we're trying to do with this, just sharing the culture and trying to put ourselves out there so other kids can see us. I mean, adults and I mean, all around. So they can see it, just like you said, you know, they can see the culture, the beautiful side of it all. Um, man, that was good, that was good. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, I mean, it's it's something that I, I, I definitely talk to my kids about every day. Um, you know, we are, uh, as immigrants, quote unquote, seen as alien, right? Where that we were foreigners, right? Uh -huh. You know, but my ancestors didn't come on, on the Plymouth, right? They didn't come on the Mayflower. You know, we've been here for thousands of years, mm -hmm. you know, and we've been, we've been trading with our relatives up north for thousands of years. Archaeology says that all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Chapel Canyon, they had chocolate, they had macaw feathers. So we've been moving up and down this continent for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So when my children go to school and they, and they make it, or somebody says that you're an immigrant, like, no, we've been here. 
Um, so that's part of it too, is that to teach our children and everybody yeah. that, that is similar to what, I, and those are the things that I needed to hear, right? Because mm. as a 13 year old boy, I was alienated. I didn't feel like, you know, that I, that I was from here. here. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. um, so that that's like the, the prime like filter and example that I try to convey to everybody. And, and it's easier to do it through artwork, right? Because it's something that's that you can visually see. And it's, mm -hmm. it's a good conversation starter. Mm -hmm. um, that's true. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. people almost kind of like step on, you know, having that conversation with me. It's not just about artwork. It's about this whole meaning and, 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 and um, kind of message that I'm trying to send out there to the world. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, let me go on the comments real quick. Um, mm -hmm. We've had some people from Guatemala as well. Uh, let me see. Cachiquel, me too. Oh, hey, Shorty, Barber, indig Indigenous. Let's see. I, I, oh, somebody made a purchase from you, Nukerat61. We love you, Jose. Oh, the Mayan League. We're so mm -hmm. proud of your contribution to our peoples. Let me see. Nor, 1029, Guatemalan born, have been following and supporting both of you, OIT and Sangre Indigena Art. It makes me so, so, so happy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for joining. Uh, let me see, lump in throat. I know, I I think that was when he was talking about when he was young and wanted to see all the, let's see, facts, okay. Okay, I was gonna say something else and I forgot. <laughs> it was like, Story when you were speaking. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm known to go on a tangent because I'm so passionate about this and it's, uh, it's something that uh, no, I think good. for a long, yeah, for a long time I've been trying to get it out of my chest. Um, you know, no, and, and that's that... good. No, and I'm letting you speak on because I tend to interrupt, and so I like <laughs> all I have the time. A question. All <laughs> all the time. Yeah, he's like hell yeah, all yeah. the time. So I'm working on it, but I should have written it down because I tell no, myself absolutely. to write it down. <laughs> absolutely, she interrupts um, and don't listen. <laughs> yeah, there's just so much to untangle, right? Like how I mentioned in the beginning, like. Obviously, there's layers to this, right? We mm -hmm. have, you know, 500 years of colonialism that has, you know, that's affecting us to this day. Um, you know, we're here because, you know, we had to we had to flee our lands because of the intervention that the United States has has had on Central America. And, you know, when when I see a lot of things that our relatives up north are going through, I see a lot of the reflection of what we've been through down south, right? Like news of the 215 children um, that was, that happened because the management of the Catholic Church. And that's something that really kind of hits close to home in Guatemala. Like that's mm -hmm. kind of what we've been going through for a long time. So mm -hmm. um, the more that we've had these conversations, the more that we understand that not only are we one, but we also have gone through similar things. I think it's important. So that's why, I love to be able to have this opportunity to talk and, and have everybody being able to um, kind of come together and just talk about this because yeah. um, we see a lot of similarities. And I think it's good that we also speak on it so mm -hmm. that way we can acknowledge it 
um, heal from it and hopefully break some trauma there um, by historic speaking trauma. historic trauma by speaking on it. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's something that that um, if we don't understand our history, you know, I look at my grandfather. You know, he he unfortunately suffered a lot from alcoholism and mm. you know he was he was probably one of my biggest heroes and to try to understand how that happened right like mm -hmm. how did he um fall to, to to alcoholism i understand that there was a lot of trauma mm. that we don't that we don't understand but <gasps> we definitely have been affected by it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. somebody comment about a book on here are you aware of the book entitled Annales de los Cachiqueles? no but thank you for telling me I'm gonna read up on that I Jose I was gonna ask you if you had any books that you recommend because I saw that you were um to uh you were referring to a book on one of your posts on some drawings and I was gonna ask like what book you were reading there but um See, this one is Book of Entitled Analysis. I'm going to write that one. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much literature out there. And I think that um, one of the biggest struggles when you're trying to reconnect is making sure that the the literature that you're connecting with is is coming from directly from a source that's uh -huh. not, you know, that is that is genuine. Um, yeah. That's why I was just uh, I was just speaking about the creation story, right? The creation story um that was put in was put on paper for you know the last 200 years but when we when we try to analyze that um it's it's been it's been misinterpreted it's been mis um uh you know misguided like misguided, they'll try to right? tell you a certain um, way yeah and, and then all this knowledge has also been been also similar to what happens in in with a lot of uh, a, a lot of tribes up north it's um it's been stolen, right? And it hasn't been used correctly. So mm -hmm. even the, the calendar, even the knowledge that we have mm. of, of time has been misinterpreted, right? So even like in 2000... The, what was it? The Indian 2K? Time. No, the... <laughs> when they thought the world was going to end? Yeah. yeah, right. That's a perfect The Y2K. That's, that's the prime example of why, mm -hmm. you know, I can't speak about the calendar. I'm not a medicine man. I'm not a daykeeper. Mm -hmm. So, but you have these folks that that go into uh, to these communities and culturally appropriate it, and are misguided, and things like that happen. Where it's like, no, we, there was never been a, a, we never said that the world was going to end in 2012. It was going to be a a brand new cycle that was going to be born. Um, so for me, that's why I'm always just trying to make sure that that whatever i say it is it's it's grounded on actual mm -hmm. wisdom and knowledge it's not something that i'm just talking out of the, the thin air mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it is uh, something that is important it is sacred to us um but you know hopefully with my artwork i've been i have been able to get a lot of people to start thinking about it uh talking mm -hmm. about it and maybe quite you know seeking out a little bit more mm -hmm. Um, the thing that I was going to mention earlier is that um, as I'm trying to learn my culture, and I'm sure a lot of people out there that are trying to learn their culture, especially um, anybody that's from, from like down south, that I feel like, um, okay, I'm here. Um, I, I was born here, but uh, 
if I'm trying to learn, okay, like I'm here, but then at the same time, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, well, I'm Guatemalan and Mexican. So I'm like going towards that way. Right. But then when I'm over there, I was like, well, I look, I don't, um, I will stand out automatically because of what I'm wearing when I'm over right. there. When I've gone over there, like, oh, no, you look, you look American. Like, no, no. So then I'm like, okay, well, I'm trying to connect. But at then at the same time, it's just like, I don't feel, but I'm trying to learn. Like, I'm going to force myself through, learn something. And if my Spanish isn't like, uh, because I've gone to, to Mexico and then my Spanish isn't that great over there because they're, you know. Yeah. Um, so they'll be like, oh, you're not from here, huh? I was like, no, but I still want to learn. Like, what's going yeah. on? Or, yeah. you know, and so... um. I feel myself being stuck in the middle sometimes, but um, I still try to push through. Like, okay, well, at least I'll try to, like, look something up where I can look at your art and learn from it. Just like you said, you know, hopefully you can teach somebody. And yeah. um, The biggest advice is, is it's with anything, right? It's like as long as you do it with integrity and respect and you follow the protocol, mm -hmm. um, it's really important, right? Because, you know, yes, we're not – we're we, it's so hard to connect when we're so far away from our homelands mm -hmm. um, and there is language barriers, but those are the layers that I'm talking about. There's these layers that we have to peel back. Um, I think, I think the biggest thing that I could say is just get grounded under, you know, and it's so easy for me to say that because I've been given the opportunity to meet with elders and have them guide me through this journey. And it's, it's not necessarily the easiest, but um I definitely, definitely feel your, your, your pain because my Spanish to this day, like uh, my family makes fun of it all the time. And I know that even the way that I look, I'm brown as hell, right? But if I go to Guatemala, they know exactly that I'm from, from the United States. But at the end of the day, those are, those are colonial things that have been imposed on us. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter at the end of the day, like, it's not our fault that you know, our families have to flee Guatemala for whatever reason. But mm -hmm. as long as you walk with respect and you you definitely take in, in protocol, you get grounded, um, you definitely have the ability to connect. So, mm -hmm. um, I, I, again, it's easier said than, than done, but it's really important to get grounded. Um, and yeah, it, it starts with us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it starts from us. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll try to learn a little bit here and there. And then I'll just like keep on or carry with what I know and then um, pass it down to our kids once they get a little bit older. And I want to learn for myself and for the kids as well. So, yeah, it, it's important. I mean, it's it's um, it's really about reliving it. Right. It's about understanding the whole aspect of it. Right. Because, you know, when when I think about uh, even our own diet, right, like what we eat, um, you know, we are so disconnected from nature and, and mm -hmm. you know, we don't we don't grow our own food. We don't we don't pick our own food. So sometimes that knowledge and wisdom may be foreign to us and we don't understand it. But like mm -hmm. when I think about what what were the what were the elders talking about when they talked about the creation story and how, you know, they say that we were made out of corn, that we're men of corn. Right. That That's our creation story. But when I think about what that really means is that I grew up poor. Um, I grew up with nothing. And, and, you know, the only thing that my mom had to give us was tortilla, right? To this day, my mom says, no matter what happens, as long as we have beans, as long as we have corn, we're good. Mm -hmm. So that puts things in perspective for me, right? Like to uh, somebody who doesn't have that perspective, when they would say, well, 
why why did the ancestors say that we were made out of corn why is corn so important right but corn is literally the life that was given to us and that is something that i've always feel gratitude for right because if i didn't have corn if i didn't have beans i would have starved um and that's like my perspective but there's always little things that we can find um you know and that's right now my my biggest thing that i'm doing right now is looking at our creation story and really really grounding myself in that understanding right mm-hmm. because corn is is something that i'm always talking sometimes my kids get really bored of me talking about corn <laughs> but to think about it right how corn feeds the world right now mm-hmm. right and it was something that our ancestors were able to able to create out of a weed to think about how intelligent our ancestors were were to take this weed um and and I don't want to say genetically modified but understand that they were able to manipulate it and make it a, make it corn and and how it spread to the north and how it spread to the south like that is 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 an incredible thing to me like that is is fascinating to me so um if anybody can find something i'm sure that they can ground themselves in something like that and that's where i think my grounding is right now is looking at all those things that our ancestors were able to accomplish you look at tobacco right tobacco was first it came from mesoamerica and then it spread uh, throughout the north right you talk about chocolate cacao right like mm-hmm. uh, and no 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 this to anybody but i see a lot of white you know new age people drinking cacao now like it's ceremonial but that was our ancestors right um so those are the things that i think that are so important to really kind of get to know about your culture and your ancestors mm-hmm. um because that narrative hasn't been told so yeah and that's where um how you mentioned earlier how there was um we were traveling before like back and forth right there's trade being done right there and that's how some of the stuff ended up mm-hmm. around the world um because there was trades going on um Oh, so somebody said on here, um, can we talk about the similarities of the two red, yellow, black, white symbols in the backgrounds? Um, so I don't know that much on our side. Maybe you can chime in on that and like yeah, I mean, this is every, a conversation every, for you. Yeah, That's I mean, our logo. Every, yeah, every every <laughs> no, tradition but from is... Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> Every tradition is going to be different, right? So, mm-hmm. um, in Maya tradition, it's it's a it's it is the four directions right but it's also the four directions of the sun like for us you know red is east um it, but every tradition is going to be different because we are on a different part of turtle island right so the mm-hmm. sun's going to come out in a different plane mm-hmm. um it can be different things but for us it's also about the corn right it's there's four different colors of the corn uh-huh. um but what's beautiful yeah. is that you see that throughout all the different uh, a bunch of different um native northern um symbolisms of the red black white and some may even change it like the mexica don't use black they use blue um but for us it's oh. it's different symbolisms and it can mean something else so for the northern tribes it might be the medicine wheel that it may depend on what medicine mm-hmm. or what season so there's just so many different things that it can mean um mm-hmm. but for the maya culture it's about the sun that you know we 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 follow the sun so the north well what you see on top is the red that's where the east where the sun comes out um and then the black is on on the bottom and that's when the when the sun goes down 
Um, so there's just different symbolism and we could probably be here all day. I actually have a book here that's called The People of the Circle, People of the Four Directions, um, because that's what our people did, right? The sun was super important. And back to what I was saying before, we may find that strange, but but it's because we're so disconnected with, with nature. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, the circle of life. Yeah, circle of life. Like, white is when you're pure. Yellow is when you're learning. The red is for wisdom. And the black is for death. So that's your circle of life as you continue to pass on each generation and generation. Depend on where you're at in the circle. I mean, I'm talking about the four corners, but behind us is the logo, which kind of got symbolized into the meaning of us all coming together with our indigenous traditions. That's what we wanted to symbolize was the everybody depending on their story their creation story coming in and hey this is what this is what it is and things like this just sitting down and talking is what we wanted to do mainly was you know learning from each other pass down generations because the reason for this is because there's a lot of elders that pass away that don't really share the knowledge even young ones that learn there's always knowledge to be passed down from generations so this is more providing a platform and actually teaching and actually learning from each other all the way from New York, right? <laughs> right? All in California. That's a, that's a big, big thing that we're showcasing right now. I mean, yeah, I mean, it also, uh, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of our, our nations will have that prophecy that this is the time that we're living in, right? That we're, mm -hmm. that we're kind of, uh, there's a new rebirth of, of all of this. Um, and it's exciting to see. And yeah, COVID was 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 rough and it was tough. Um, but we 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 grew out of this, and we have opportunities like you just mentioned. That I'm in New York, I'm Maya, you all are in California, and we're looking at similarities. We're learning, right? Because yes, there was trade routes throughout, you know, this continent this, of Turtle Island. There was also knowledge being, ex 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 you know, traded. Um, and that's the beauty of it, right? Like when you look at some of those ancient Maya Maya artifacts, you can see the four directions. Like to me, that's amazing, right? There's mm -hmm. this like thousands of years of knowledge that you can see throughout all of Turtle Island. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, and like, again, that's why I mentioned corn because corn began right there in Mesoamerica and it went far as far as Canada. Like to me, that is incredible. Tobacco, mm -hmm. the same thing. Um, so I think besides just all these, this knowledge that we're exchanging, it's a beautiful thing. And, um, there's a reason why we, we say all our relations, right? Because we're all related. Um, so it's just a beautiful thing. That's your cousin. Um, where, uh, what part of Guatemala is your dad from? He's from, uh, oh, you're from too, sorry. So huh? yeah, I was born in the capital. Um, you know, I was born in Retaoleo. Uh, my dad was from Retaleo, which is like the Pacific coast of, of uh, Guatemala. Um, oh. Yeah. Because my, my mom is from La Capital, too. She's from Zona 6. Yeah, I'm from Zona 6. Represent, yeah. <laughs> um, nice. But the thing, about, the thing about the capital is that, you know, um, so many people were displaced in, in, in those farmlands. Like, my father came from the plantations of, of plant, you know, sh uh, you know, corn and, and coffee and picking all that stuff. And oh. the capital has always been seen as like um, a way to pro progress. So a lot of people left 
those places. Um, and in turn, assimilation in Guatemala was forced on us because of that, right? So a lot of us had to shed our, our, our lineage and race and race relations in Guatemala a little bit different that they are here in the United States, right? Here, they're pretty clear. Like either you're black, you're brown, you're, you're red, you're yellow. And Guatemala is not like that. Because if you look at any, most, most general Guatemalans, they look indigenous. But if they don't know their language, they don't know their lineage, they'll tell you, I'm not native. I'm not native. They'll say I'm mestizo, right? Because when the Spanish came, they put a, a system in place where the people that were from Spain had the most rights. The people that were born from, Span from Spanish ancestors in, in the New World had a little bit of more rights, right? If you're a mestizo, you're a mix with Spanish and native, you had a little bit more rights. But if you were African, if you're an indigenous um, person, you had no rights. So that's why to this day in Latin America or Spanish culture, there's this saying that says, queremos mejorar la raza, oh, yeah. which means we want to better the race. Mm -hmm. Because more access to rights meant that you needed to be a little bit different, you needed to be less native. So that particular thing created so much, and that's 500 years of wow. self-hate, right? Yeah. Because yeah. even my grandma, like my grandma was tied up on the tree and beaten because she was dark. My father would hate his nose because it was a native nose. Like it was all this programming, systematic stuff that happened in Guatemala. It's a really good example of like what colonialism does um, but it's, it's, it's now about decolonizing that because nothing that the Spanish gave us was good for us, mm -hmm. right? And, and no, no disrespect to any religion, but it's crazy to think, right? The people that hated us, they're going to give us something that's good for us, uh -huh. right? So Christianity was meant for us to keep, to stay us, to stay, uh, to keep us subservient, right? Because they said, oh, when you die, that's when you're going to get your reward. So stay calm right now because they didn't want the warrior culture to come back. So it's all these things that have been programmed in us, even, even down to the food we eat. So um, it is all these things that I think that we could probably talk Damn. for hours about um, that are a little bit different from, from up north, right? Because we have different colonizers. The English were a little bit different from the Spanish. Um, but they all they had very similarities, but um, their, their number one goal was the same, and that was to, erase it, to, 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 to complete genocide, which they never could, because obviously we're still here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn, I swear, you're like hitting me with so much knowledge right now. You're just like, I'm just speechless. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I knew that, this, I thought you probably thought that this podcast was gonna be about art, but. No, 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 no. That, thank that is, you. That this is, is just what you express it, man. This is it right here. This is what we would like to hear. Uh, I need to hear it too, like me, myself, with like my family and stuff. But, um, and for those that are listening, no, but this is great. Thank you. Um, no, I'm just like speechless because I was like, all that like you're hitting facts and yeah. I, i'm telling you you're just leaving me speechless just with educating me with all that stuff um and the, you'll be rewarded in the heaven mentality <laughs> <laughs> right right and and that's the biggest lie i mean like that's the thing is that we were never colonized right we were manipulated to think that 
we we're still here. Like if if genocide and conquer and colonization and conquering really took place, both all three of us wouldn't have this brown skin on us, right? We would we would be blue eyed and blonde. Mm -hmm. So it never happened. And I think that that's my biggest thing. It's like having these debates with people to say, well, you got conquered. Take the L. We won. You didn't. Right? We were more advanced than you. No, you weren't. <laughs> you had metal. Try to walk around in the Yucatan Peninsula in 98 degree weather with steel and armor. That shit is not going to fly. Mm -mm. You know, take, a, take an arrow to the head while you're trying to stuff your gun to shoot back at me. So that, all of it is a lie. So for me, a part of it is also re-educating our youth to fully see themselves and have pride that we weren't colonized, right? We were manipulated, they played a mind game. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of where I think, where I want to really kind of focus on because I love talking to the youth because we're taught, right? That we were conquered, that we were colonized. That's not true, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so. Yeah. And we're still here. Like, yeah. it, it may, we may not know everything. We may not um, still practice stuff, but we're still here and we can start learning, sharing that education with one another and we can grow from that. Absolutely. And pass it on to our kids. Absolutely. So, I'm going to be that mom like, uh, 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 that's not right. That's not, no, we're still yeah, here. No, my like, kids, you tell uh, your teacher, that's not true. <laughs> 100%. My kids, as soon as they bring up Columbus, it's done for that teacher. Like, done. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 100%. Like, and that's the thing, right? We got we to gotta change history by trying to, like, understand what was, lie, what was a lie, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, um, it's important. Yeah. Uh, if you want to know life, read the Bible and you'll understand all oh the laws. God. You'll understand all the laws. <laughs> yeah, that's how they're created. These pieces of paper. Yeah, you know, they're they're over your head. Yeah, <laughs> kill the Indian, save the man. Absolutely. Well, talking about books, yeah. what book would you recommend? Like, if somebody that wants to learn about their culture, being from from Guatemala, the Ten Commandments. So, it's so tough, and I say this with so much respect, but or do you have a few? No. So for me, it's it's you can read all you want, right? Most of the stuff that is written, um, it's really academic. Uh, from an academic perspective, oh, okay. and what I would say is what I what I want to do is is be able to um, help elders that are in Guatemala being able to have a have a a, a, pla a platform like this, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. you can you can read a hundred books about the Popo Vuh, our creation story, but if you don't have an elder telling you what that means. Mm -hmm it's like you don't know anything, right? So like yeah. you talk about the feathered serpent, right? People always glamorize this feathered serpent, but they don't know what that means. That means the rising of the sun. But if you don't have an elder talking to you about what those meanings are, so like I'm afraid to say about books because I have a different filter because I can, oh, I can okay. read something like that. Um, mm -hmm. But I think what I would say is, you know, definitely um, look out for, um, if you're from Guatemala, if you're from El Salvador, Honduras, and you want to connect with Maya Heritage, seek out those organizations. The one that I mentioned today, the International Mind League, oh, okay. um, and, and just follow different different indigenous voices. Um, that to, for me, that that's the unfiltered, on uh, decolonized point of view. Because oh, books okay. have to be a little bit, 
it could be a little rough because you uh -huh. don't know who they're who they're you know who these people are that are running yeah i get you i get you yeah yeah interpretation uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot of that yeah somebody said can you do a storytelling with an elder telling the story mm. there are a lot of resources on youtube where our elders are teaching and lecturing about it a lot of mayans texts were burnt yep Sam louder Oh, um, let me see. That's what's up. Facts. <laughs> Just so you know, facts means the truth in New York. That's a, I don't know if it's uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> no, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay. use it here too. <laughs> How did you guys end up in New York? Uh, so once my dad crossed undocumented, um, you know, we stayed in Guatemala for five years. I was only about a year old when I was when he came. Oh. I don't know how he landed up here, but I know, and oh, I okay. still don't know how <laughs> he was able to get papers. But he hustled a, a way to get us back, um, and that's where we've oh, been yeah. for for the last couple of years. For the last, you know, thirty years that I've been in the United States. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. Um, from what I know with my family, we already had family here, and then. That's when they brought my mom over. Um, they ended up bringing her over. Uh, let's see, my aunt went to go get her. Like she had taken care of her paperwork and brought her over. Um, yeah, so I don't know how we ended up here, but I'm always curious. Like as I started growing up, I was like, oh, there's Guatemalan people like everywhere, and then I hear like the different accent from uh, like their English accent of mm -hmm. where they're at, and then I always want to know, like, how did they end up there? Yeah. I'm just curious. I, I don't know, but it, I, I know that it wasn't on purpose because it's cold as hell up here. And, <laughs> um, but we definitely would have uh, been so much better in California with the warm weather. But this is where we're at. And it is a big uh, Guatemalan community that that is up here. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we have our our areas, too. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we, we mix in a lot with Mexicans, too. Just yeah. because those are like the major ones, but we also have like every other like right. Salvadorian or Honduras or uh, but we don't have that many Puerto Ricans. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but... my wife, uh, my wife is Puerto Rican. Um, oh, cool! And it's a nice. predominantly uh, big Puerto Rican population here in New York. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I grew up with like different like friends from from El Salvador, Mexico. Um, I think those are like the main ones. Jackson? Jackson? Um, but, um, okay, so about the books. Um, okay, so what would you say to other indigenous um, that are trying to become artists? Excuse me, excuse me, what's going on? What would you like to share, Jackson? Anybody else that wants to become an artist, what would you, um, what message would you, would you give them or encouragement? Um, um, I mean, it's just, it's just all about being true to yourself, right? Um, and always understand that there's somebody out there that's watching, right? Um, in the beginning, I mentioned that I needed something when I was 13 year old, 13 year old, right? So as an artist, like, you have the ability to change perception, change reality. Um, so I, I think that there's a desperate need to not only to say that representation is needed, but the right representation. Um, mm -hmm. So just doing everything with the right filter, 
Um, and I, I think that that's kind of where I would say is just, just be true to yourself. Uh, you know, walk with the same teachings that you grew up with. Um, and I guess in short is like, just don't sell out. I mean, and, and just be, be careful because there's a lot of people that want to exploit it. Um, mm. okay. And I, I just think that that's really important. Okay. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, let me just go to the comments real quick. Let me see. Our elders, uh, they're in the day and age. It takes mm. us to initiate the research. Uh, anyway, number one culture being so righteous. Anales de los Cachiqueles. Is that, is that a book? Yeah, so that was a oh, book okay. written uh, written uh, from the Cachiquel people. Uh, really good good perspective. Oh, okay. Uh, and there's also the Chilambalams that are also really give you a unique perspective. Um, but I would say it's always just a knowing about what was what is being said because. Um, there's so many things that, that you may not understand unless you really understand Maya culture. Um, so there's just a lot of other kind of, kind of homework that you would have to do to understand some of those books. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Johnny, somebody said, Johnny, can you be my cousin? I don't oh, know. You get for cap? New York, New York, Guatemalan are mixed with mad Latin X culture. Puerto Rican, Dominican, Colombia, yeah. <clears throat> yep. We love indigenous children. <laughs> Jackson wants to be included. <laughs> I think he's getting sleepy. Uh, let me see. Somebody wants to know what's a good storyteller on YouTube? Is there, if there is one or someone that you recommend? I don't have anybody. Um, I think that there is a lot of things that we're currently working on that what that's, we know that this is a big need for the community. Mm -hmm. um, there's some things that I can't really talk about that that uh, that we're currently working on to kind of oh, okay. build some of those things, and I think that that will happen very soon because for Ooh, me, okay. is to be able to give um, ability to, like I said, elders to have this platform um, because the, the the youth desperately need it, right? And I uh -huh. I've been blessed and lucky to have access to that. Um, so what we're trying to do is 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 come up with things like that, like the retail oh, cool. directly from an elder um we're working on different workshops um, so there's just a lot of things that i think that we're definitely working on that will be coming out soon and they're going to be based in new york well they're going to be based virtually right so everything right oh, now okay is, is oh, okay. a good time to be able to uh yeah. reach out doesn't matter if you're in california or they're in dc oh, or yeah, yeah. they're even in guatemala like a lot of the the elders that are, are that help me are, are in Guatemala, but we we zoom, right? Cool, yeah. Um, so there's just a lot of things that that will definitely be Ooh. working on. How exciting! Um, if you need like to put more word out there, um, send me stuff and I'll put it on our Instagram. Absolutely, same here. Okay. Um, I, I'm so honored and so humbled for for to to be part of this. Um, you know, of thank course, you. So thank much. you. Yeah. You're welcome, of course. And thank you for joining us. Um, Tim, I was going to say something else and I forgot. Yeah, it's good that uh, you're doing videos because some people need them. They have to go <laughs> back and like, what did they say again? What did they say? <laughs> oh, okay. So what I was going to say, so um, I want to incorporate more Guatemala Tela or uh, the design from, from over there. 
But what I want to, I want to source out like a small family who's doing the tela. And if if they're making it or if they don't make it themselves and they have a business, but it's like indigenous, indigenous, indigenous owned. Yeah. Um, Can you let me know? Share some information on me because I'm like trying. And and that's the other thing too, right? It's, uh, you know, our, our, our textiles are are also sacred right there mm-hmm. there's meaning to them um mm-hmm. so there's just a lot of things that are kind of off the uh that, that we can't include because there's certain sacred things that we we can't do but uh, i think you know I, I don't have any at the moment but definitely um i i can definitely look out for you and see okay what what could be the possibility yeah yeah, that's and that's one thing too that like I don't want to touch into any designs or um, I know that each location, each tribe has their own design. So I don't want to put that out there. I want to maybe get something that is like universal, that is known, that's like from Guatemala, but mm-hmm. not pointing out just one specific tribe. Is right. that makes sense if you right. if you get what I'm saying. So that's something else that why I've taken a little bit longer to get stuff and to sell on our website or make because one i i, I want to source it out from a legit co- small family company um and then i want to make sure that i'm not misappropriating it right yeah so um yeah and that's what we said about just just you know staying grounded and and mm-hmm. following protocol because there's certain things that the textiles like just to give you an example like obviously when the spanish came like there was a lot of stuff that that we couldn't either say or or do but all of stuff is hidden in our in the textiles that the people use over there including some of our some of our stories so some things are off limits um but definitely it's it's just about making sure that you just follow protocol and there's mm-hmm. an elder that's guiding um mm-hmm. it's definitely a possibility yeah i do have some so my auntie brought me back some tela from from Guatemala, and I did make some masks with it, and then I have some leftovers, and then I made wristlets. It's beautiful. So I have a few of these on the website, but um, yeah, just like that. Like like this was just like a general general colors. It wasn't specific to any tribe. So you right. know, stuff like this, I will work with because I understand absolutely. protocol, right? <laughs> so absolutely. Um, so yeah, so just let me know, but I'm just like slowly trying to figure it out. Um, but again, um, Jose, uh, did you want to share anything else? We're going to be ending it soon. Um, yeah, no, I, I just, uh, I would just ask folks to just to follow me. There's just a lot of stuff that will be happening. Um, obviously, right now, the, besides some of the stif- stuff that I kind of shared a little bit, um, I'm also, I, I'm also creating a whole entire um, solo show based on our creation story. Where I think I post a lot about specific uh, parts of the creation story and what they mean to me and how I'm able to interpret it through my artistic form. So, okay, um, Jose, thank you again for thank coming you. on here. Thank you for um, throwing some knowledge at us. Like we needed that, and for those that are listening, I hope you guys learn something from from him. Um, if you guys have any questions, contact us or Jose. Uh, make sure you guys look by his artwork um, at sangreindigenaart.com. That's his username as well for Instagram. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank you, you so much. No, just thank you for the education and you know, all that from Central America. 
That's a, that's a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> and that's not even, it's such a short period of time. You know. I, I hope I'm, I was able to get a lot. But again, <laughs> anybody that wants to know, obviously all that stuff is on my page. Um, and just, just more to come. So thank you all. Thank and you. also you can learn more with International Maya League. Yes. That's absolutely. your Instagram name. Make sure you follow them and they put out some educational stuff. And I'm sure you can ask them questions too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, where I think what we're, we're going to be doing so much work because I, we definitely need we definitely see the need of not only connecting but connecting in a in a healthy way in a way that again we are respecting our traditions. So, mm -hmm. Absolutely. So more to come. I'm excited for you guys. Um, again, let me know if you need me to share anything. Um, I'm more than happy to. And like I'm sure I'm going to be asking you guys some questions <laughs> to learn more. We're here for that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Lisa. Have a good night. Good night. Okay, so which one is it? All right, close this out. Did you get all that, Jackson? Did you get all that? Okay, here are your five seconds of fame, Jackson. Say, <laughs> hmm? I'm tired. What do you want to do? All right, guys, thank okay. you for tuning in. Time to put this guy to sleep. Dinner time for us. Let's go.